G'day legends, welcome back to another episode of, you know what, it's not the third again, it's not the first again, it's the second again, Racing Podcast, joined by the great man Jackson, how are you brother? Yeah, good to be back mate, seeing him pretty well at the moment, obviously Big Bets Say so yourself. Yeah, well, the Big Bets are starting to land mate, so hopefully the punters are on board with us uh, early doors in the carnival, so mate, Group 1 Racing is back. Oh, electric. Electric stuff mate, like very, it's very exciting. so exciting. Um, now you had a pretty good weekend as you just said yourself, mm. um, well done by the way, like good on you, it's a tough time of year sometimes when the horses are all first up and you know that some of them are getting to the end of their preps because they were summer horses but my highlight of the weekend was the confidence you had about this Best Western this week was <laughs> absolutely unmatched, I've yeah. never seen anything like it and another really good win over the top. Yeah definitely, there was a bit going on as well, it was too hot out in Perth on Saturday so they postponed the meeting to the Sunday. They reposted the prices, Ned. She was the Velvet Queen we're talking about, obviously. She was $1.85, $1.90 on the Saturday before they postponed. Right. All of a sudden, they repost the prices for the Sunday. She's $2.10. Fucking snap. You go straight in, mate, oh. and, and you have another little dig there. So that was uh, a very good result in the end. Hopefully, all the punters were on board. Unbelievable. Um, question for you, and very non-horsing related. Here we go. I love when I get to do this to you. <laughs> now, we've got to be both careful because we're both wifed up. Right. But I want to talk to you about a day that's coming up. Yes. There's a day coming up next week. It's on the 14th. <laughs> we're not going to say the name of it. It starts with a V. Can I get your thoughts, opinions, theories? What's the go with it? Is it yes or no? Like what? Oh, look, I, I'm a no, but I said to you, um, you know, before we, before we ever <laughs> Marie doesn't on, listen to this. <laughs> first of all, she doesn't listen, so it's fine. <laughs> Second of all, I'm a no, but in saying that, it's not really about the bloke, is it, at the end of the day? It's it's some somewhere along the lines it's become about the missus and mm. what she wants to do. I'm happy to concede one day of the year, mate, because I'm the boss of the other 364. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Thank God. Jesus. I hope she doesn't listen or you might not be able to come next week. Um, fantastic. We're covering tons of races. We've obviously got a lot of good horses back, which we'll men- mention throughout, but like, I'm thunderstruck, animo, oh, these types. Like, yeah. It's so exciting. Oh, very serious horse flesh going around on Saturday again, Ned. Like I say, first group one of the year, so it's excellent time to be back on board for sure and we're going to be here for the entire autumn so that's what i'm pretty pumped about to be honest um look we're going to do randwick five six seven eight and nine and then sand down we're going to do five six seven and we're actually doing no other races just mm. letting everyone know no yep. other races yep. other than melbourne and sydney that's right this is a melbourne and sydney yep. eastern seaboard eastern, eastern states that's all we do <laughs> mate that's all we cover Race number five, we'll kick it off there. So it's currently looking like soft five, I believe, Jackson, because I didn't want to get to race two again. Yes. Yeah, let, let's cover it early. So soft five at the moment. We had a, a bit of a deluge out here. I don't know if Renwick caught the same, but definitely around the, the sort of western suburbs caught the fair bit. 
It was only brief, but it only needs a couple more showers like that to stay in the soft range. As far as the rail net going back to the true position this week, it was obviously plus five on the weekend, and we saw it play fairly even, I'd say. I think you might have seen it the same. I'm hoping the same, but I don't think it's going to be a disadvantage to be on pace this week with that fresh ground being on the inside. Pretty rare that that statement's not true. I think mm. being on pace is always a good thing. We kick it off race five. It's over 1,200 metres, and straight away we've got good horses here. So Gravina's top of the market with Espiona, $4.20. Quantico's four eighty, then Mr. Mozart, five fifty with Titanium Power as well. Then you've got a massive gap. So Ranch Hands there for Waller at 16s. Hard Empire's 31s as, lo- as well as Testator Silence. And Stampy, 41 bucks down the bottom there. Titanium Power rolls forward from the outside barrier with Mr. Mozart first up. They're probably the first two in running. Testator Silence and Stampy are probably the other two, both at big odds. I think Ravina, um, J-Mac's obviously drawn well there. He's going to be positive and probably no further back than fifth or sixth with Quantico not too far away as well. And Espiona, the money guzzler, she will go back to last, I'd say, well, from the inside barrier. We're going to talk about this horse. Like, yeah, $4.20 again. Like, yeah. what? I don't know what they're doing. In my opinion, she's the best horse in this race. I think, you know, there'd be a lot that think the same way as well. She's just been not a punter's friend, and that's putting it nicely. She just has not converted when she needed to. In fairness, let's talk about a couple of preps back when she first came onto the scene as this boom three-year-old. She just couldn't get that dry track, which everyone thought she needed. Then all of a sudden, she bombed them in her last start before a spell on a heavy deck. Then got the dry tracks the next prep. Things didn't work out. She runs midfield. She always starts favoured or thereabouts. People keep piling in. The, the support's there, and she just can't convert. But she's an extremely hard horse to catch. Frustrating. But do you know what? She can, she can win on three legs if she comes up, gets the right running transit, and has the right run. That's as simple as that, and that's the risk you have to take. But... $4.60 or $4.50 is not enough for me at the moment. Um, I like Gravina. Mm. And I say it tentatively because I feel like a lot of horses in this race are in the same boat. Yeah. Like, not really sure if they're top-level sort of horses. Not sure if they're Group 3 listed horses. Mm. They're somewhere in the middle. Anyway, this girl absolutely loves the track and trip. She's five starts for three wins and a couple of placings. So, goes really, really well at Ramwick. Um if the sting's out of the ground on the weekend, I think it's more in her favour, to mm, be honest. Mm. But I think 4.20, J-Mac coming off Espiona to ride Gravina as sort of the choice there. Goes okay first up as well. I was pretty happy with $4.20. Yeah, definitely. I absolutely respect Gravina here. A horse with similar form lines as Quantico as well. That That's what I'm going to be with on the weekend. You mentioned that a lot of these horses are quite evenly matched. It's reflected in the prices, isn't it? With the first three in the market yeah, being sure. $4.50 or $5 thereabouts. Quantico, first up, last prep, hammered home um, over this same trip. She was, uh, he was very good, I should say, um, rattling home behind Electric Bell. So um, I think first up, coming in here, if they can overcome the booking of McAvoy, <laughs> end gate two, hopefully they can be positive from there and be thereabouts. But this horse started single-digit odds in a new market, so there's obviously talent and a bit of boom around for this horse. And if they come ready to play first up, I think it's a good chance. Say it draws five and gets, I don't know, let's say Nash. What price is it? $3. <laughs> Moving on, race six, we've got, uh, it's over 1,100 metres. It's the young ones, the English Millennium, um, worth a lot of cash as well. So we've got top of the market, this Animal Nation horse, learning to fly, has drawn the absolute car park, but really hard to ignore its last start win. So $2.80. Blanc de Blanc is $6. Kundalini is $7.50. Fasil is 8 Lazago is $9.50. And then we've got double figures from there. So Arkansas Kids 16s, Mexico 18s, Salatair is 21s. 
Salui is 34s. Dorothy Gale is 35s. And we've got Hellish and Coincide. They're both 51s. Divine Glory, 67, as well as Perfect Proposal. And then we've got Heaps and Heaps more, mm-hmm. hundreds plus. Where to look here, Ned, as far as the speed map's concerned? Like, bloody hell, there's some speed across the map here. And no history, really. Like, we've got one or two starts. They're trying mm. things with these horses. Like, yeah. As is the case with the two-year-olds, it's all about intent at the end of the day and who leaves well out of the barriers. But if I was to have a guess now, I'd say Facile and Perfect Proposal are going to roll forward from one and two. Learning to Fly obviously showed a bit of speed in her debut and you'd think they'd be silly to take medicine um, from you know gate 19. You'd think they'd have to go forward and be at least fifth or sixth in running. There's Kundalini, Dorothy Gale, Chop the Ice. All of these horses have shown speed in their trials and debuts. So you'd think they're all going to inject some speed but outside of that net it's all about where these where these horses can leave from mm. so you know absolute nightmare as far as the map concerned for me i definitely think the starting point is the favorite learning to fly for annabelle nation really impressive debut the money was there the writing was on the wall she tried very well leading up going straight past perfect proposal and a similar thing played out that weekend so i think she's going to be a very good chance here but that barrier is going to be very very sticky to overcome it's going to take a super ride from chad schofield so have to keep an eye on there. If you are liking the favourite, I would ho- I would encourage you to hold for now because I just think the barrier, they can't be too confident from there. I just think she'll, they'll roll her out. The horse I'm going to save on net is Latsago for Willie Pike and Waller. I think it's a horse with good amount of talent, only had the one start and ra- railed off some slick sectionals to win on debut. Then came out of the same trial as Facile, who's hard in the market as well, around the same price. Nice trial. Very, very nice trial. Facile was inside the horse and hard ridden all the way through, whereas Letzago just sort of uh, quiet as a church mouse, Ned, just sitting next to it, just cruised all the way through the trials. Very, very nice and not much of a margin between them in the end. So $10 is a very good price for me. I think they'll park off the speed. Pike will wait his turn and she'll get the last crack at them. So Latsago is the saver for me. Definitely a lot of quality. I'm actually going completely rogue here, and I'm happy to be wrong, but $67 for perfect proposal to me is just, it's daft. Like, when when we have a look at the way that the horse trialed leading into its first up run, only beaten by Platinum Jubilee, who's run really, really well Mm. in a Magic Millions, Mm. comes out, fails, probably raced a little bit keenly, as two-year-olds can do, and then they've gone $67, who... We've got Gay and Adrian who have come out and said this is probably our pick of the bunch at the moment. Yep. And they're going to give us 67 for a clear semi-final probably for this horse. I don't know. I just think it's the wrong price at 67 bucks. I'm happy to have a little bit of a play each way. Um, and Saltair is the other one that I just... It knocked off that Facile or mm-hmm. Facile or however we say it. Yep. Reasonably good win. It draws 17, but I just thought $21 seemed over the odds that's... For a horse that's knocked off a couple of these other runners. Yeah, well, the $27 is probably closely related to McAvoy being uh, engaged. <laughs> $4.50 chance without. Um, <laughs> race 7, we've got... Oh, this is really exciting. Sorry, I just saw stuff, the top mate. name. 1,200 metres, it's the Tab Lightfingers. A lot of nice fillies always come through this race. Um, so, in secret, top of the market, she's back, $1.85. Sunshine in Paris from Queensland, $6.50. She's a belter. $8.50 there. North Star Lass is nines. And you got Fireburn. She's going around again. $10. Interesting to see what she can do this prep like. Yeah. Does yep. she turn it around? Does she not? Then you got this huge gap. So Madame Pomery, obviously the 1,000 guineas winners first up at 27 bucks. As is Revolutionary Miss. A lot more love, 35 Wolverine, 51 Cinderella Days, $51. Rosetta, 61s. And then fucking $4 billion to one is Byron Bell. <laughs> <laughs> North Star Lass rolls forward here and looks to get control with TC aboard. 
Cinderella Days is really the only other horse that has shown genuine intent previously. So I think the rest of these fillies are going to get back and find their spots. In Secret John, absolutely perfectly with Nash aboard this time, which was an interesting booking for me. Mm. Um, we didn't mention that Zoo Gotcha was an accept- acceptor for this race and would have been hard second favourite with J-Mac booked. So I don't know how much to read into that with J-Mac riding the favourite previously. But you lose nothing with Nash aboard, do you? He's, oh, he's strength. Absolute strong jockey. We mentioned it last week. Him and Tom Marquand are probably the two strongest in our opinion. So, look, nothing lost there. She's obviously the starting point. She's going to settle nice and close to them, probably two or three pairs back. She stamped herself as the best filly in the land yep. for the, as far as the three-year-olds go. I think there's no disputing that. Jackano on the on the colt side is probably the only other horse that's shown it has her measure. Mm-hmm. But there's no Jackanos here, and I think she's... Well and truly justified at the dollar ninety price. If you can get a booster, or if you want to wait to see if you get anything better on the weekend, I think that's fine. But I'll be playing at a dollar ninety either way. And I think she's the absolute class. And like I say, I'm very happy with the Nash booking. Fireburn, you mentioned is she going to come back and show that improvement that everyone's expecting? I don't know if she's ever going to be able to rebound and bounce off that two year old campaign that she mm-hmm. had. I think she reached her peak early, and she's just sort of held that whereas the rest of her rivals have continued to improve, including in secret, obviously, and it's reflected in the prices. So I think her chances are enhanced with a soft deck, but I just need to let her go around. The one I think is going to be extremely hard to run down is North Star Lass. Mm, fit. Fit looks to get control here. TC booked. We know what he does with horses that go forward. She was super tough last time out, um, first up as well, in that Zoo Gotcha and in secret race as well. So I think she's the one they've got to run down, but in secret is on top for me. Yeah, agree for all the points you've made in secret for sure. Dollar eighty five. I actually think it's a fine price. I, I dare say might start even shorter. Um, obviously came out one at Coolmore, which is just it's it's probably the biggest race you can win as a three year old sprinter. So um, massive win there. She's a belt is the other one that I didn't mind. If it gets a dry dry track, like she's six six starts for five wins on dry ground. Yeah. Horse was super last preparation when it won. I think we tipped it that day at about five dollars fifty. Yeah, took on the older horses. Um, so wouldn't be surprised to see she's about to run a really good race. But looking forward to seeing a lot of these horses return. Like Madame Pomery, I don't know whereabouts they're heading with her. Like obviously more like a mile sort of horse. Yeah, you want to see her run on Fireburn. I'm interested to see how it comes back. And then you got this interesting runner in Sunshine in Paris who's. 14 into $6 coming mm. down from Queensland. Like, mm. that's a massive push. Definitely. Well, it's coming out of the right stable, isn't it? And, but she carried 50 kilos last time out. Um, and obviously, one dominantly was able to quicken when she was three wide, but steps up quite a lot in class here and meets some of the best three year olds going around. So, I have to oppose this week. In secret for both of us here, and a couple of little savers there if you're interested in doing that. Um, race eight, it's the Tab Apollo. Always a really good race for our weight for age horses. Um, sort of getting back into their campaigns and leading into those Queen Elizabeths and whatnot. Mm. Um, Animo, Here we the go. big A, there's he back. Is. They just keep coming back with him, and I love it. It's yep. very rare we see these horses with their agates actually continually. Yeah, you know what? The train is showing a little bit of agates too. So Animo, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like um, he's going to be going overseas as well. So that, that's yes. the rumours. So I'm hearing yep. June they're going to be going over to Royal Ascot. That's right. Whether, yeah. whether they stick to their word or not, I'd love to see it. Like. Our sprinters, we know, are more superior than mm. their sprinters, but mm. our mile to 2,000, that's the big mystery. Yeah. If we can have our gun star horse go over there and compete really hard. Yeah, and there's always that sort of element of disrespectful undertones from the yeah. from the Poms coming over. They think they can come over, take all their cash in the middle distance races. How about we send one over there and take a bit off them? Jeez, it'd be good. 
Um, anyway, he's $1.70, top of the market. Mm. Fangirl's there, first up as well, $8. Mwanga, Richie, 9 bucks. El Bodigan is $9.50. Then we got something... Oh, I don't want to say it. <laughs> you have to, mate. <laughs> have to respect it. Right, Ice Bath, $16. Hint <laughs> is also there. Laws of Indices has been traveling every single country you could name for horse racing at the moment is $19. Surefire, 35s. Durston, $51. Vega, one fifty ones as well. Arapahoe, 61s. And Stockman, down there, cricket score odds. Yeah, interesting map this, Ned, I found. There's obviously a lot of stays resuming here and some horses definitely looking for more ground. The ones that have shown speed in the past are Durst and Arapaho and Hinge. They're probably the first three I've got in running. It all depends on how aggressive J-Mac wants to be from there. Can be a little bit sticky, that barrier. If they start to go slow and bunch up, he could be three wide and, and coiled up. But as long as he can slot across and at least have a bit of cover, even if he is three wide, I'm happy with that because I think that sort of race pattern that's coming up on Saturday is going to play right into his hands because he possesses the best sprint out of any of these horses over a six, you know, six to eight hundred meters sprint. Sure. So if they want to stack them up and go slow through the first section, he's going to be saving up all his energy and he's going to be too good for them at the end of the day. First up, last campaign came in off a pretty much identical prep. The two trials coming into fourteen hundred and had pretty much most of these horses' measures, including Fangirl, who was good on the day but still couldn't get within a length and a half of him at the end of the day, and he was just dominant. Obviously, went on to win three in a row after that, so. He's just a super horse. He's the best in the country, in my opinion, at the moment. I think he wins here first up. Clear, clear trifecta, though, for me, Fangirl and Moanga. I'm throwing them both in. They're the two that I think are going to be ready to go first up, whereas I think that horse, El Bodegon, that obviously ran well on the Cox Plate, I just think they're going to build him through his yeah. prep. They're going to look to get him out to 2,000 metres again with him. So I think they're not going to be ready here first up, and the other two are the clear picks for me, with the rest resuming looking for further. I think he wins. Um, I would have liked to have seen Zaki in this race. I think 1,400 head-to-head would have been really interesting. Zaki always seems to go really well first up as well, so it would have been a good little race, but I can see why Nisham sort of decided to go the other direction. Um, Look, he speaks for himself, Animo. He's Cox Plate winner. I think he's fourth in that... um, the stakes race, the champion stakes, I think he'd just come to the end of his preparation. Yeah, for but sure. He, he didn't, couldn't quicken. He'd had yeah. enough. So um, yeah. I think you can pretty much forget that run. He'll fly first up. He's done the same thing. He's had his two nice trials leading in. I, I think he'll win. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. He's the best in the land, as we know, and we've made a lot of cash off the horse, so let's keep it rolling. Our final race we're going to cover at Randwick's over 1,200. Um, we've got Norwegian Bliss is $3.60. Swats that, five fifty. Written Beauty, seven fifty. Then we've got Kuroi Royale at eights as well as Jump the Broom. Yep. Larkspur runs there at tens with Jamea. Mm. Uh, Pro Car Car, or yep, we'll go with that. $15. <laughs> Bellatrix Black is 21s. More Profits, 26 Doucer is 81s. And then 200 to 1 is Moon over Alice. Jump the Broom, Kerr Royale, Norwegian Bliss... Bellatrix Black, Larkspur, run of all shown speed. I think this is an absolute fucking handlebars down. Let's go. <laughs> fucking. Yeah. Like, like this, this is going to be on for 1,200. Yeah. I know a lot of these are resuming, but they're going to roll forward and make this a genuine speed um, contest. I thought Swats That was the bet here, Ned. I just mm. think um, she's, a, she's a mare that didn't have a lot of luck last prep. She obviously started favoured in that private eye race. Uh, the Gilgai, I believe it was, up the straight. Had no luck and then continued to just find traffic pretty much throughout her whole prep from there and tackling some really, really hot races. So she's got the form around the right horses. Middle barrier this time, and I think that if they settle close enough, let's say seventh or eighth in running, they can peel out, hopefully they're making up ground by this stage of the day, and I think she's the one in a very, very even contest. I don't have much of an opinion, to be honest. I've sort of followed Norwegian Bliss 
early in her campaigns. Um, is it her? I just want to make sure of that. Yes. Early in her campaigns, she obviously got knocked off um, going down to Melbourne. I like that they bring her back to Sydney. Yeah. Just seems to suit the horse really well. $3.60 is probably not too bad of a price. Yeah. Jump the brooms, the other one. I just want to keep a little bit of an eye on first up. Does tend to go really, really well first up. Yeah. Um, moving on now. So we're going straight to Sandown. So we're going to kick it off in race five. It's over 1,100 metres. It's the Kevin Hayes Stakes. Um, look, pretty open market, to be honest. She dances is top of the market at $5.50. Deuce is seven dollars fifty. Laced up heels nine dollars. With she's lickety split. She's lickety split returning. Queen of the balls there at tens. Uh, Ganati is twelves. La Danseuse Rogue is thirteen. <laughs> Wee Nessie is fourteens as well as Rich Fortune. H two O is fifteens with Clarity. Cythera is eighteens. Mm. Oh high twenties. And then we got a couple at sixties, seventies, and eighties. Yeah, massive field here for the fillies here, Ned. So I expect speed similar to the race in Sydney um, on the weekend. Queen of the Ball, obviously, for Waterhouse and Bot, just goes forward in every race that they uh, are engaged in. H2O from the inside with Doucet are probably the other two that are going to show intent. And I think your your mate Ledanso de Rogue is the other one that will be going forward as well. So they're the first four in running. She's looking to split, probably not too far away, and Ganati as well. Very, very even race then. I found it very difficult, but the one that sort of stuck out to me was Laced Up Heels. Mm. Reason being, the first thing that drew my eye to this horse was Chris Parnham from WA comes over. You know that he's not coming over here for a holiday or for a night out. He's coming to hang out with us. He's coming to hang out with the boys for sure. So it's good to see him over in Melbourne. Um, but this horse is going to get back and need a bit of luck. Did did nail Amelia's jewel last time out. It mm. was over 1,400. So coming back in trip here and first up, those are probably the negatives. But this horse got a lot of class about it, and I just feel like the WA form always goes under the radar when they come across, and they can win at odds here. So I think the fact that Parnham's followed this horse across, and it's obviously got that scalp of one of the best boom three-year-old fillies going around in the country, I think she's the one here around the $8, 9 mark, and I'm happy to butter up. I'm going to play two. They're around the $10 mark. Um, Queen of the Ball first up, and she's lickety split first up as well. They're the, they're the two class runners for me of the field. I think these are the two... Probably the best horses. Whether they're ready to go first up or not, we'll see. Mm. Queen of the Ball had a really nice trial leading into this as well, where it led throughout. So I think first up, obviously last campaign, had a really good scalp at the Valley. Mm. Going to be on pace. You know exactly what you're going to get with Queen of the Ball. And then she's looking at splits two from two first up as well. Um, I don't know what sort of distance this horse is trying to get to. Like, is it a 1,200-meter horse or a 16? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm happy to sort of have a little play there as well and mm. get Frosty on board at yeah. $9.50. And they gave her the crack in the uh, the Empire race. They've caught her something else now. I can't remember what it is now. She had her 49.5 kilos. Correct, yeah. They gave her a crack in that race, so they've obviously got a good opinion of that horse and, like you say, the positive booking of Frosty. Yeah, for sure. Race 6, 1,100, the Rubiton. Uncommon James, top of the market for Frosty, that man again, 330. Chain of Lightning's back, $4.60. Generation, eight fifty as well as Lofty Strike. Marine One's there at double figures, $10. Triple Missile, 13s with Kemal Passer. Rocketing By is $16. Argentia is mm. 17s. Oxley Road, 26. Similion is 35s. And Vainstream is 151. Ned, we continue to do it, but the rail is 10 this week from Sandown. Why we, can we not I get this right? We're rolling. We get excited. We see some good horses on the board and we're just ready to go. So uh, We're like a couple of 14-year-olds at yeah. the school dance. Yeah, so we've gone off prematurely here, but Rail is plus 10 this week, Ned, on the weekend. So Saturday just gone, it was plus 3 mm-hmm. and did play on speed, in my opinion, um, over at Sandown. They were able to make up ground if you were the superior horse, but I think plus 10 this week, I'm expecting uh, horses to be able to make up ground. So let's just 
keep an eye on that. By race six, we'll know what's up anyway. So um, that's as far as the rail goes, and a good four as well expected with some sunny days coming up. So expect a nice firm track. Hopefully not too much sprinklers as we've had a bit of a rant about over the last couple of weeks. Get rid of the fucking sprinklers. They'll learn. They'll learn, Ned. Semillon goes forward. Generation Oxy Road at the first three in running. Marine One has shown speed. Uncommon James from the middle barrier. Frosty aboard. They have to be positive. He's got a bit of residual fitness through that summer uh, campaign, so I think he's going to be thereabouts. Camel pass a chain of lightning. Both drawn inside are the other two. They're going to be close. I think she is the starting point. Ned chain of lightning. Agreed. That is. Agreed. She's just a she's a star mare. Didn't have a lot a lot go her way in that Golden Eagle before the spell. They blame that firm track, which is probably the only concern coming into this week. You know she's going to be wound up and ready. She's had the two jump-out wins. Fitness won't be an issue. It's just about whether she does need that soft deck. In fairness, her only real failure was the heavy deck um, behind Zapateo yep. at Caulfield that time. Every other start otherwise was just exceptional, and she's obviously got a lot of boom about her. She's in the right stable, car aboard. There's a lot to like. Inside barrier, they can't be too far away. I think definitely the horse that I've got on top. The saver for me, Ned, was Argentia. She obviously flies first up, loves a dry deck, Ollie booked. There's a lot to like about that horse as well. She probably is a little bit off them as far as class and raw talent goes, but I think with the right run and if the right pattern emerges uh, this weekend at Sandown, she's the one at around 17 bucks. I want to save on. And with the exact same two, Chain of Lightning main bet, I think the horse is going places. I think better than these, to be honest. Um, first up, massive tick, and those two trial wins, really, really nice. Trials, jump outs, whatever the fuck they were. <laughs> um, I think really nice horse, and I'm, I'm keen to follow. Yeah. As you said, yep. the dry deck is interesting. Yeah. Because I yep. think, dare say, soft six is definitely, like, it's it's her go. Are we happy to agree on that? Or? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I think she does enjoy that little bit of sting out of the ground, but not too much. Yep. So she's a little bit precious in that, in that way. And then Argentia, I'm going to save on as well. I feel like every preparation with this horse, you think that it's going to be a build-in prep where it get, wants to get to 15, 1600, mm. but then it comes out and wins at 11 or 12. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. horse goes really well first up and you got Ollie on board. I think $17 is probably over the odds for her. Agree. Race seven it is the big one. Here we go. The big one down there. CF4, Ladbroke CF4 stakes. It's 1400 meters. Jack and O, top of the market, $3.40. I'm Thunderstruck is four dollars forty there as well. Tuvalu six bucks with Gentleman Roy as well. Mister mm. Brightside's there ten bucks. Nugget ten dollars as well. Truraf nineteen dollars. Aegon twenty six. Callsign Mav this old shagger of a horse is thirty ones. <laughs> and Western Empire's forty six bucks. Mate. When you said I'm thunderstruck in that sort of lower tone voice, it just brought me back to his second up run. Uh, I don't know if you remember Matt Hill's call when he nailed Alligator Blood at Flemington. So good, but so shit for I'm me. Th- oh, I know you were on the uh, the inside that day, but I was on the outside, so I'm happy to reiterate. <laughs> Fuck off. He's gone, oh, I'm Thunderstruck, rumbling, oh. got up. Oh, mate, just sends tingles down your spine. Good work, and Matty. on top of that, Matty Hill never, well, I'm not going to say never, normally doesn't put his hat in the ring for those tight photos, yeah. especially with the rail out that day. He called it, mate. That's how fucking tell he was. He's, he's had a piece himself, old Matty Hill, up in the box. I also think that the rumbling home, like the way that he built the horse up to win, I think yep. if he had then said photo, it would have been really anticlimactic. Yeah. So and I love that he backed it. I think the horse probably gets beat if he doesn't say rumbling as well. So, <laughs> but, you know, the horse is hurt and then go, oh, fuck, I'll put another one in. Put another couple of strides in. So, anyway, as far as the map goes here, Ned, I don't think there's going to be too much speed engaged, especially with a lot of these being first up. Tuvalu draw on the inside. Gentleman Roy is probably the one, though, that will show intent having that first up run already under the belt. 
Tuvalu, as I said, um, drawn inside him. They're probably the first two. Turath was a pretty good run, I thought. I was um, quite taken by her first start run. Yeah, yeah. Um, she will be thereabouts from the inside as well. And Western Empire, Corson, they are probably the other two. I don't know what they're going to do with Mr. Brightside from the outside barrier. That's probably the only question mark I've got over this map. Mate, the rumbling fella. Yeah? Yeah. You're doing it? I'm doing it. Cool. I'm doing it. I like that. I just think... We, we mentioned class throughout this podcast. We speak about In Secret, Animo, all these horses... If you're going to stick with that formula throughout the weekend, then there's no reason to change here. Yep. I know Jackano has run super in an Everest. He obviously has that run under the belt. And what a luxury it is to have Price and Kent having these two runners engaged here. What a fucking luxury, man. Like Pretty tough gig. Tough gig to split them. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm with the class here in I'm Thunderstruck. He was electric first mm-hmm. up last time. I know he didn't run down Snap Dancer on that day, but he came home with the fourth best last 600 of that meeting, over 1,400. And then, obviously, we know Snapdancer got the uh, slot in the Everest off the back of that, and we know what I'm Thunderstruck went on to do second up. So I think he's the one here. They'll roll back, obviously, but as long as they're making up ground, he's going to be the one on top for me. Mm-hmm. I need to save on Tuvalu. I just can't let this horse go around anymore. He continues to run well. You have to have him in your exotics. 14 starts, yet to miss a drum. Does nothing wrong, this horse. Yet to miss top three. Puts himself in the race. He's obviously got that trial win under his belt as well. Flies first up, flies fucking every start he has. He's going to be thereabouts, and he'll be on top of the speed and be hard to run down, but I'm thunderstruck. I'm expecting to bomb them. I'm going to have to go with Jack and O here. As much as it pains me to say it, I'm thunderstruck's trial was unbelievable. It was so oh, good to see him come back cruised, in that sort of fashion. Cruised. I just think Jack and O with a run under the belt, a toughish run. That was over 1,300. Nice to see him smash the line the way he did. Like, absolute peach ride from Frosty, yep. let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. concede that it's beating lesser horses but I don't know if it matters that much for him I think it was more just about seeing him come back attack the line and run really well gets a three and a half kilo weight swing because of his age I think they're here to win I think it'll probably be his last preparation so I'm, I've got to be with Jackano here $3.40 mm. the market's flipped too so Jackano opened four twenty. Yep. Thunderstruck three seventy, and they've gone literally the complete opposite way yeah ways. definitely, so, definitely. Um, for me Jackano back to the scene of the crime of yep. first up so I'm with it and I do want to make a little mention I think this could be another good preparation for Mr. Brightside okay another another preparation under its belt I think it was sort of there and thereabouts it attacked the line it just wasn't quite up to Animo in these types and those mm. massive races mm. can they find a little slot for him in those mile races now? yeah yeah well if if they can dodge the big dogs as you say he finds himself well in doesn't he and they're keeping him nice and safe in the market this this uh, start so keep a close eye on him for sure like that we're going head to head there mm. that's mm. fun and what a blessing it is mate to still have these horses going around you talk about Jack and o, Animo these colts that are still going around in the past, these horses would be gone. They For win sure. a couple of group ones. They're out of the out of here. So good to see them still around, and, and well done to the trainers. Definitely, definitely. Um, we're not going to wrap up because we're not. No, no, no. We're not going to wrap up. What, what else is it? There's something that's just going well at the moment, mate, and I don't want to change it. There's this thing, this thing. Mm. People talk about it, mate. I'm telling you, they talk about it. Mm. Sometimes I go for a morning coffee and I'll be sitting there and I just hear like, oh, Best Western's been posted. I'll hear that from <laughs> metres away. Sometimes I'll walk through Woolies and like, people are just talking about it. It's so strange. I've actually been at the cash register before at Woolworths mm. and someone said to me and goes, 
you wouldn't happen to know what the best Western for the weekend is yet. And it's only Tuesday. Like, the fields don't get announced till Saturday morning over in WA. So, look, we better give the punters what they want, Jacko. Yep. Can you give us something about the best Western? Yes, yes, we can, mate. We're going for the hat-trick in the new year. So, two from two this year. Let's keep the good times rolling. Going a little bit wider than normal uh, this week. Going out to race eight, so I do love to go late in the card. You love, you love the wider races. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I love to sit back and just sort of assess where the, where the track's at, even though I know it's gravel every week. But just in case someone's rolled a bit of turf out midweek, that's the only thing I'm waiting for. But Sprinklers, please, over there. Can yep. we get all the sprinklers from the eastern seaboard to go over there, for fuck's sake? Oh, mate. But look, we go on to the listed race out there, race eight. She's number eight. That's my Bella May. Mm. Started $1.30 first up and was much too good for them. There was a little bit of a, a heart attack moment where she just needed to balance up. But once she did straighten, she went straight past that small field and was way too good. The start prior, she hasn't disgraced herself in the, uh, it was either Kingston Town or the Railway okay. behind Paul Ailey. Lots of very nice runners come out of that race. Um, she acquitted herself very well. That was her first real look at some real stakes company. And she, di- she didn't run badly at all, so... She's dropping more back in grade here. And as I say, got that run under the belt first up. I think she's the one. She'll get back in the run probably probably second last, third last. But Carberry will pull that around them and she'll be too good for them at the end of the day. She'll be around, I'd say, 280, 290 at the moment. Hopefully we can get a little bit of a, a bigger price. But as you say, those Thursday night boosters come in handy, mate, for the oh. best Western. So that's race eight, number eight, my Bella, mate. We are going for the hat trick. All I can say is that I agree. That is all I'll say. I agree. Get on board. If you're not on board already, please do. It's just do yourself a favour. Like, if you if you're one of those people that just has like an all right salary, you yep. might be at uni. Like, this is where you make your side cash. It's yep. called the best western. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do your misses that. Um, speaking of misses, mate, enjoy Valentine's yes, Day. Yes, you too, mate. Um, just quickly before we go. Yeah. Is an Animo in secret multi, because I feel like a lot of people want to know this, yep. is it something you're pushing? Uh, I wouldn't say I'm pushing it. I'm not a huge multi-punter. Um, that's just my personal preference. I would be more inclined to hit them both very, very hard and make sure <laughs> make sure you don't miss them because, because, you know, if one of them lobs, you can still cover yourself in that case. Okay. So that's the main thing. Just make sure you don't miss them, guys. So there you go. Don't multi them. Just hit them hard. There's a saying that... Um, you know, I obviously learn a lot through my uncles and, and their mates, and um, that's sort of where I get a lot of my habits from. But the saying is, when you hit them, make sure they stay hit. There you go. Happy uh, Thursday or Friday, folks. Make sure if you hit them, just make sure they stay hit. Make sure they stay hit, mate. Cheers, Jacko. Appreciate Cheers, it, boys. brother. Thank you.